Amen. Well, I'm going to preach a while. Praise God. Got your Bible, Genesis, the seventh chapter. Amen. I'm going to begin reading in the first verse. Amen. Thank the Lord for all these young people sitting in chairs. Amen. Thank the Lord for our school. Amen. Wonderful teachers doing, doing the work of the Lord. It's a ministry. Amen. To teach, to teach young people. Amen. In an atmosphere, a Holy Ghost atmosphere. Amen. Think about instilling truth in the young people, teaching them how to live life. Amen. How to do right. Amen. How to treat their brothers and sisters right. And teaching them Acts 2.38. Man, they're, they're, they're going through a search for truth two or three days a week right now. Amen. Learning truth. Amen. Could there be anything better than instilling truth into young people? Amen. I'm thankful for that. Amen. They're going to be grounded in it. Amen. Genesis 7 and 1. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into, everybody say into, into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens of the male and his female and of beasts that are not clean by two the male and his female of fowls also of the air by sevens the male and the female to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in. Everybody say he went in. And his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of the beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in. Everybody say they went in. They went in, two and two unto Noah, into the ark. Male and female as God had commanded Noah, and it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was up on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. And the selfsame day entered, everybody say entered, entered. Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and the, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them. Here it is again, into the ark. Are you, are you starting to catch a pattern of the language that the Bible's talking about? They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, after every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went, everybody say in. They went in unto Noah into the ark. Two and two of all flesh wherein is the breath of life. And they went, they went in, went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in praise God I want to preach for a little while you've got to get in 
Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Come on, prayer warriors. Help me pray right now in Jesus' name. Come on, lift up your voice to God. We need you in this house. Oh, we need your strength in this place, God. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now. God's going to do something in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My, 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 why don't you join up with somebody next to you if it's appropriate. Why don't you just pray for a moment Oh, we're making decisions today. Uh, oh, eternal decisions. Uh, <laughs> yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, why don't everybody clap your hands to the Lord together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. It's good to have the Shefticks here. God bless them. We love y'all. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You ought to try this job sometime. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Amen. Praise God. Everybody say, you have to get in. Say it again. You have to get in. Amen. Thank God for the day that he pulled you and worked on you and wouldn't give up on you, but he just kept on and kept on. You kept hanging around the outside and kept fooling around. You were close by, but one day he grabbed you and you just walked right up in the house of God uh, and you made up your mind. Hey, hey, I'm ready to get in and do something in my life. Uh, Hey, has anybody got a made-up mind in the house of God this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The greatest decision in your life is when you made up your mind. I'm going to get in. Woo, hallelujah. Let me read Genesis 7 and 23. The Bible said, in every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him, everybody say, in the ark. The only thing that survived was the ones that got in the ark. Hey, if you came to church today and trying to make up your mind, do I want to live it or do I not want to live it? I got a message for you today. If you want to be saved, my friend, it's time to get in the ark. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'll just go ahead and tell you a little bit further. You really don't have any options, my friend. Uh, because when you weigh it out and you look at what eternity is going to be like on the outside of the ark, uh, that's not even an option for you and your family. Uh, hey, we've got one option this morning. It don't matter what happens. I'm going to be in the ark. You're not trapped. 
Somebody ought to praise God in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say we don't have no option. Amen. There's not heaven and then heaven junior and heaven less and and heaven 3.0 where you don't get all the goodies. You either make it or you don't make it, my friend. You're either going to walk streets of gold or you're going to be cast into a lake of fire. And that's not an option in my mind. I cannot lead my children to hell. I've got to lead them to heaven. Come on. Man, God gave Noah directions of how to build the ark. He told him what kind of wood to use. He told him the dimensions, how many levels. He told him one window. Told him one door. Praise God, I think I could preach a little while about one door. I said I could preach a little while about one door. One door, one way to get in. Hey man, if you try to get in any other way, you're a robber, uh, you're a thief, uh, and it ain't gonna work. Uh, you don't get to pick how to do it. Uh, there's, ain't it amazing that Jesus said, I am the, the door? Oh, amen. God gave the instructions. Everybody say, God gave the instructions. There's a lot of things in this life you can do your way. Praise God. You can make barbecue sauce your way. And I'm sure it's good. And I'm sure you're right. You can make gumbo your way. And I'm sure you're right. But when it comes to salvation, my friend... You don't get to do it your way. I said when it comes to getting to heaven, you don't get to decide how it's going to work. It is written. You can't change it. I can't change it. There's there's one way to do it. And it's like this Bible said. Amen. Told him exactly how to build it. Seal it off. Slime on the outside, slime on the inside. You know what it was? It was trying to keep the water that was going to destroy them. It was going to keep it out. Praise God. People get mad when you start preaching about separating from the world. I'm going to tell you, you need to be separated on the outside. And you need some separation on the inside just to make sure. You need to go above and beyond. Why do you have to be so careful? Because I don't want to be lost. Amen. It was God's design. Everybody say God's design. And I want you to notice what it did not have. It did not have any handles on the outside for people to hang on to. 
that didn't want to go completely inside. Might get quiet here for a little while. Let me tell you what this ark did not have. It didn't have any life jackets on ropes that you could throw out to people. So they didn't have to come inside, but they could still, you know, kind of. Woo, hallelujah. Let me tell you what it didn't have. It didn't have any emergency rafts where we could sit down uh, because you missed your opportunity uh, that Sunday morning. Let me tell you what it didn't have. It didn't have any anchors where you could keep it on a rope where you could keep it close to you till you decided you wanted to get in. It had one way in, my friend. And if you're going to get in, you got to walk up the ramp like everybody else. You got to put your feet where the old timers put their feet. You got to walk the same pathway that they walked. That's not a new way. It's the old path, my friend. Hallelujah. The ark was nothing beautiful. People try to draw it out like it's a carnival cruise line. It ain't a carnival cruise line. It was a rectangle box with a bunch of slime. There's nothing about it that you would look and say, boy, I'd like to go on a raft trip for that in a month. Go for a year floating around, that'd be pretty cool. Sure enough, if you opened the door and looked inside, there would be nothing that would make you want to get in there and let God shut you in. Amen. But when it dawns on your mind, uh, this is God's plan of salvation. Uh, and it may not be what I want it to look like. Uh, it may not be. It may not smell like I want it to smell. Uh, it may not have the things in it I want to be around. Uh, but if I'm going to. Come on, church. I'm going to preach to you a little while. Amen. It's time we get a mind made up. Uh, amen. we we Come on, help me pray right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, lift your hands. Lift your voice to God. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. All the unclean animals were brought in two by two, and the clean were brought in seven pairs at a time. Man, there was things on that ark that were different than everything else around it. There were species that weren't like any other species around. No, no doubt they could look around and say, man, I look like an oddball here. Seem like I don't even really fit in. Maybe if you were a zebra, you... Praise God. 
Well, maybe I need to find a new ark because there's just not anybody uh, just like me in this place. Uh, Let me tell you, God set the members. God put it in those animals to line up two by two uh, and walk up that ramp into that ark. Uh, Let me tell you, if God puts it in somebody, uh, you better just get along with them. Uh, There's going to be people that don't look like you. uh, And their culture ain't going to be like your culture. They ain't going to cook like you cook. They ain't. They going to talk different than you talk. It's going to be strange to you. But you better just put your head down and say, God put me here. People say, I just don't fit in. Well, neither did the zebras on the ark. He didn't put them there to fit in. He put them there to save them. When you get it in your mind, uh, I'm not here to win friends and influence people. Well, let me see where I can go and find some friends. You you don't come to the ark to find friends. Uh, I hope you find some, uh, but that ain't the reason you come. Uh, The reason you come uh, is so you can be saved. Uh, Hallelujah. Everybody say, you got to get in. It was so odd. The ark was so odd. It was just, it was out of character. It was out of the norm. It was, it was, it was something that was designed to save people from a flood. Preacher was preaching, there's a flood coming. The problem is it had never rained before. And I, so, preacher, what you're telling me is that there's going to be uh, drops of water that are going to fall out of the sky. And there's going to be so many of them that they're going to gather. And, and it's going to get deeper. And, and then you're saying, I'm going I'm to die. See, the concept of drowning did not even make sense to people who had never had a thunderstorm. See, the preacher was preaching about something they had never seen before. Uh, Let me tell you, if you get in the ark, it's going to be by faith, my friend. Preacher, what you're telling me, there's going to be uh, like an earthquake in the fountains of the deep, you say, whatever a fountain is, uh, it's going to come up and there's going to be so much water that it's going to overtake me and I'm going to die? I, 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 lo- I love your passion, sir. And, and I appreciate your love for, for building. But I just... I, I, I don't really see that. Let me tell you, when you start uh, negating and belittling the, the word of God by your, your little carnal intellect, you'll talk yourself right out of living for God is what you'll do. Hey Amen. We're living in a world who has a bunch of carnal-minded people. Hey Amen. Who have uh, intellectualized the point to where 
God doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, amen. They put it in a curriculum that we just evolved from a single cell amoeba. Friend, I didn't come from a single cell amoeba. Uh, amen. I, I came from my grandfather uh, whose name was Adam. Uh, amen. God formed him uh, from the dust of the ground and breathed into him the breath of life. Uh, amen. They, they were hearing Noah the preacher, but it just didn't make sense to their mind. Uh, amen. Let me just tell you something. If the word of God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. This Bible said... It ain't going to be water the next time. It's going to be fire. And in your little carnal mind, you can't even perceive what it would be like for the whole world to be covered by fire. Let me tell you, if you just knew what was uh, sitting in arsenals all around this world right now, If you just understood the power of one little atomic bomb, what it could do to the whole face of North America, and you add up that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them uh, in countries all over the world, uh, all it takes was one idiot maniac to get mad at somebody uh, and start... It's getting kind of quiet in the house right now. Amen. But I'm telling you, God's going to come back. And it's time to get in the ark. Not play around on the outside. Not wander on the inside. But put your heart into it. Come on, let's love him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only people that were saved were the ones that got completely in. Praise God. How do you know they were completely in? Because the Bible said God shut the door. It's one thing to Look in, peek in, bounce in and out. But it's something else when you say, God, shut me in. God, take all my options away. God, not my will, but thy will. What are you doing when you say that? You're saying, God... I give you permission to shut the door on me. Shut me in the ark. Don't ever give me a chance to even leave. Man, people that trust God, people that are full of faith that would allow God to do that. It's the doubters that want to hang on to the world. Hold Noah's hand at the same time. Hang on to the world. Play in the world. 
look like the world and change your wardrobe real fast on Sunday morning. Run in, act like the people of God. And you're not in the ark. You're not in the ark until you say, God, shut me in. God, close the door on me. Praise God. He that tries to save his life, the Bible said he's going to lose it. But the one that loses his life is going to be saved. Oh, it's getting tired in here. Oh, but God's going to touch somebody. Amen. If I ever felt it in my life, I, I, I feel this message. Amen. There's too many people hanging around the ark. Too many people hanging around and they like what they hear and like the music. Who knows, maybe somebody might like the preaching. Who knows? Amen. But, but they're just kind of hanging out and not really committing, just kind of, you know. Man, well, you know, I would go, but you got a couple skunks in there. Praise God. Yeah, every church has got a couple skunks. Every ark's got a couple of them, and God put them there. Amen. Praise God. Just eat your scraps right beside them and grin. Well, I think that would preach right there. Just enjoy your meal and let God deal with everything else. Amen. And it just didn't, it just didn't really make sense. You, you know, on the, on the outside, just looking, it's a cool story, but, you know, it's going to rain and this thing that you're building is going to float. What does float mean? They didn't know. It was so foreign to water. It was just a mist that would come up and water the earth. All these things, massive amounts of water just didn't click in their mind. Amen. They they were from the, the the crescent, the fertile valley. They were from the Middle East, and and they were there, and it just none of this stuff made sense. And so Noah didn't convert anybody except his own family. Nobody would listen to him except his own family. Well, I would say he was pretty successful. Amen. Would you be happy if you got all your family on the ark? Man, why don't you just say, hey, if I can just be like Noah. If I don't win anybody, if I can just get all my boys, all their wives, all my grandchildren. If I just get every one of them full of the Holy Ghost. If I can just get every one of them on the ark, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Amen. Thank God. So. But to other people that didn't really know him, it just didn't make sense. First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter of the Bible said this, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. That means we're not going to go ahead of them which are asleep, which are in the grave. 
For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Thank God for people in this church that's got the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. That these scriptures begin to resonate with you. Uh, amen. And you feel that resurrecting spirit. Uh, amen. But let me tell you, when you begin to preach the rapture, uh, to a carnal-minded individual, uh, and you say, one of these days, my friend, uh, you're gonna wake up, uh, and you're gonna hear the sound of a trumpet, uh, amen. And when you hear it, uh, if you'll start looking at the cemetery, uh, there's gonna be one headstone over there that's gonna pop up, uh, and one over there is gonna pop up, uh, and one over there, and two over there, and three over there, and it's gonna pop up, uh, and dirt's gonna start flying, uh, and boom! are going to come out. They're going to believe you about like they believed Noah. <laughs> I appreciate your faith, sir, and I love your passion, and, and I think you're a nice guy, but I, I, I've never... <laughs> I've never seen a casket bust open in anybody. I've never. I, I, I can't. So you're saying the dead, the people that were in Christ. You, you, you're telling me, preacher, those people, that there's going to be a sound. And they're going to they're come up out of caskets. And they're going to go first. Yeah. And then you're telling me, preacher, after this happens, the ones that are standing, they're alive. And those that are in Christ, hey amen, they're going to they're just start flying. And they're going to be changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. You mean they're going to defy gravity? Are you telling me? That the human body could go up and not be busted and broken? Hey, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Because the word of God said it will. And the carnal mind cannot grasp the thought of the dead coming out of the ground and while they're coming out a glorified body wraps them bones <laughs> I can tell you where there's one grave where it's going to happen in Cabot, Arkansas off of Mount Carmel Road Mount Carmel Cemetery there's a headstone that says John Franklin Motes on it. Uh, amen. I can tell you beyond the shadow of a doubt. Uh, amen. 
one of these days, uh, that grass, that Bermuda grass that's all around that headstone uh, is going to get tore up. Uh, amen. And that, all them flowers are going to go flying. Uh, amen. And he's going to come up out of that grave. Uh, amen. He's going to be changed. Uh, he's going to become a glorified body. Uh, and he's going to walk on streets of gold. And I'm going to join him. And we're going to be together with the Lord forever. It takes faith. Everybody say it takes faith. It takes faith to believe that. And the carnal mind is enmity with God. The carnal mind is an enemy of that word of God right there. The carnal mind says, you don't understand the law of physics, sir. But the spiritual mind says, sir, you don't know who created the law of physics. <laughs> Amen. Sir, once people die, they're gone. They go back to dust. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but the Bible said that dust is going to be gathered back together. And they're going to be rejoined with that spirit. The writer said, I don't know how it's all going to happen. Uh, but I know we're all going to be changed. I'm going to cut this off before I leave. We're all going to be changed. You know what that means? One of these days, I'm not going to be a diabetic no more. If God heals me on this side, praise God. But I know there's coming a day where I'm going to be healed from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I'm going to walk. No more sleepy spells. No more medicines. No... No more pain, no more ache. Your heart's going to get extra valves. You preach it. You're like preaching to people in the days of Noah. I just never seen that. No one preach. If you don't get in, you're not going to make it. If you don't get in this ark, you're not going to make it. I've been lost before in the woods. Pretty scary feeling to not know which direction to go. But you can't imagine how scary it's going to be the day that the church is caught up to meet God. You're talking about people going in circles. I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. God showed me this one day. They're going to go to church that day. Oh yeah, everyone that didn't want to go to church. They were too busy. They had to work Sunday morning, get a head start on Monday morning. They didn't feel like it. 
They didn't want to go. They going to want to go that day. They going to park the 18-wheeler that day. They'll give somebody the keys that day. They'll give somebody their business that day. They'll give somebody their money that day. And they're going to go to the church. And if it's locked up, they're going to beat the door down. They're going to break in the windows. They're going to be looking for this altar right here. Trying to find out if there's one more opportunity uh, to make it or not. But let me just preach. If you don't get it in... If you don't make the first call, there's not a last call. You got to get right. There's going to be a bunch of people in denominal churches that the preacher never preached to them. You got to repent of your sins. They're going to be left behind. You know what they're going to do? They're going to track down that man that lied to them that day. And they're going to cut his throat. Uh, Amen. It's going to be chaos in our world the day God calls the church out. Uh, I'm planning on going up. Uh, Take this whole world. But give me some more Jesus. Uh, I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Help us, God. Help us, God. Everybody say you got to get in. How do you get in? I think Jesus said it the best. He said, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the capital S Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. He cannot, listen to this, enter into. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the capital S, spirit, is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Woo! To get into this ark, to get into the kingdom of God, There has got to be a born again experience. Don't let the watchtower deceive you. Don't let denominations deceive you. Don't let Rome deceive you. Let this Bible lead you. And this Bible said, marvel not. Don't get shocked. Don't sit there and act like, oh. Jesus said, don't even be shocked. I'm telling you, you must be born again. And he explains it. It is a birth of the water and of the spirit. Amen. The first time this happened was on the day of Pentecost. And the man with the keys of the kingdom, he tells them again how to do it. Everybody say, repent. And be baptized, every one of you. 
Not however you want to. Or not however your preacher does it. But this Bible tells us how to do it. Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the guilt of the Holy Ghost. What was he talking about? He was talking about this is how you get into the ark. Like Jesus said, you had to be born of the water and of the spirit. The man with the keys of the kingdom said, you got to repent because you ain't going to get the spirit without repenting. And then you got to get the Holy Ghost. And you got to get baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Are you thankful you know the truth? Are you thankful you know the truth today? Let me read something to you. Matthew 24 and 38, it said, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not, everybody say they knew not, until the flood came. They knew not until judgment came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You know what the saddest story? That, that's the saddest story. They were eating. They were drinking. They were going to weddings. They were going to parties. They were doing everything except going to Noah's church. And the Bible said they knew not. Another version says they were oblivious. Until the water swept them away. Oh, I got a burden in my soul. I think I'd rather have everybody in this city mad at me than for everybody in this city to not know what it takes to get into this ark. I'd rather them say, he's way too aggressive. He's way too pushy. Than to say, I wish he would have told me. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Thank God for prayer meeting. Thank God that we're in a church of prayer. Amen. But it came to me. God was dealing with my spirit. If we would get as aggressive about teaching people about truth. If we would get as faithful about reaching the lost. Getting quiet in the house. If we would get as faithful about teaching Bible studies. If we would get as faithful about handing out church cards and saying, will you come to church on me on Sunday as we are about getting to the house of God ourselves and getting us another blessing and getting us another miracle. How powerful would it be Oh, God, what an indictment of the church to say that the lost world, they never knew, they were oblivious until the water swept them away. 
I don't want that to be said about my city. Boy, I'm fired up right now. Hey Amen. I, I know everybody ain't going to want it. I hope they do. I'm, gonna get, I'm not going to get mad if they don't want it. But I don't want the indictment to fall on me. I don't want the indictment to fall on you that your neighbor never even knew what you believed. They always said growing up, well, you don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion. Well, how's anybody going to be saved if you never talk about God? Is there anything else in the world to even talk about? They never got the Holy Ghost I got. Because the Holy Ghost I got makes me want to tell everybody. God stir up the church. God stir up the people. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We need to make sure everybody knows. Man, but I, and I'm almost finished, believe it or not. But knowing is only half the battle. Praise God. Amen. Knowing is half the battle. Then you got to get a hold of your flesh. Woo. Just because you teach them a Bible study don't mean they're going to get in the ark. You just did your job. But then, this is what my old pastor always said. This is what you got to do. Praise God. Same thing you did when the government took one hour of your sleep last night. My Lord, is it already time to get up and go to church? I think some people went ahead and laid on down until tonight. But the rest of you, I know you weren't just like chirpy. Like a mockingbird at daylight. Especially after it stormed all night long. But you had to take your flesh by the nap of the neck. Well, I sure am tired. I don't care how tired you are, boy. You ain't going to be lost. You're going to get yourself up. The problem is some people don't know how to deal with their flesh. They let their flesh do what it wants to do. Roll around church every once in a while like what they feel but don't want to <laughs> praise God kind of quiet in here y'all worried about what I'm going to say next praise God the Bible said forsake not the assembling together of yourself did you know it's a commandment that you would be in God's house when there's church going on you know what that means? It's not your decision. God already made the commandment. Well, praise God. Well, I just feel like I need two days on the weekend because I, I work pretty hard. Yeah. And God will give you arthritis on Monday too. You know what I figured out? Used to, and I'm just... 
I thought, man, I had to work all the time. I, I love to deer hunt, boy. You know, I think I'm just going to take the weekend. I'm going to go deer hunting. Saturday, boy, I see deer coming right and left. He's everywhere. Get up real early Sunday morning, make spam sandwiches and crackers and run out there in the freezing cold ice, climb up a tree stand, shiver, look at my clock, and it's 10 o'clock, and I'm still freezing and ain't seen a deer yet. Stay there all day long, never see a deer. About dark, have to go home and lay in the bathtub for an hour to even feel my fingers and toes. And something, just a light bulb goes off in my head. Don't you think God could have drug a deer to me Saturday? I don't know. I know God deals with me different than he does, y'all. I know I'm special ed and all that, but that's just how he does me. Amen. He reminds me of stuff sometimes. Amen. Like, well, I just, I can't, man, Sunday morning, I got to, if I can do one more deal and I can make 40 more dollars, and man, I'm telling you, this Biden inflation, pastor, and milk's $4, $7 or something, eggs are $4, and amen. Well, why don't you seek ye first the kingdom of God? Well, y'all didn't want to know my story because you'd be mad at me. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to go pray every day. Hey, I ain't bought an egg. They, they were talking about restaurants crashing, going under because eggs are so high and Waffle House is going under because eggs are so high. And I was just grinning. I ain't bought it. I can't tell you when I bought an egg. I got so many eggs. I got quail eggs. I got chicken eggs. I feel like Elijah sitting by the creek waiting for dinner to come. Hey, man, I'm just serving God. I'm loving people. I'm teaching Bible studies. Uh, I'm putting God first. Uh, come on, there's some people you just need to trust God. Uh, you need to let God show you what he can do in your life. Uh, well, that's your egg story. What about that milk? How high is milk? $5 or $7 or $100, I don't, it don't matter to me. Hey Amen, I got milk. Well, I'm actually out right now. Praise God, I need some more milk. But my milk comes, it don't come from the store. It comes in glass jars about that tall. And it tastes like it came. <laughs> Ooh, got that buttered cream still in it. Fresh, put ice in the cup, fill it up with fresh milk. It don't even cost me nothing. I can drink two glasses if I want to. 
Don't you know the preacher's supposed to be poor? He is poor. But he's got everything he needs. <laughs> Amen. God. God just keeps. You know what I want to do? I want to work more for him. I want to make him more happy. Uh, Praise God, don't you know how expensive cinnamon rolls are? No, I don't know how expensive they are because I don't meet them out of a can. Praise God, mine come in big pans. They matter with stuff all over them. And I, what are you talking about? I'm talking about when you get in the ark, you get blessed. Amen. I, I, I got a big old grocery bag of something. I don't even know what it is yet. Praise God. It's in the back of my truck. I got a goodie bag. I don't even know what it is yet. What are you talking The Bible said he loaded us daily with benefits. Uh, hey, when you get the vision, if you just get in the ark uh, and start loving him with all your heart, uh, he'll open up the windows of heaven on you. Stand together with me. Praise God. I, this ain't the case in every case because God's got all kinds of people. He's got all kinds of people, every spectrum. But, I, but almost across the board, the people that struggle living for God, they struggle every other way too. They struggle in their finances. They struggle in their marriage. It's just a fight. You may not like this, but amen. But I'm scared of God. And I'm going to tell you what. And the people that make their mind up, and they just sell out and they just walk up the ramp into the ark. Amen. Oddball or not, who cares? I mean, I'm an oddball. But they just say, I'm here. I'm here. The ones that get committed, those people. And I know because I look at the finances every week of this church. Those people, God always begins to open doors for them. You may not like this. I'm telling you, the most committed people are the most financially blessed people. Yeah. Do you think that's just an accident? People that are blessed, the most blessed. Let me say, the most blessed people in this church are the ones that would come to me and say, if you see anything in my life I'm doing, don't you be afraid to t- you tell me. Before they make big life decisions, they come to me. Pastor, I don't want to mess up. I want you praying with me. I want you to help me. If you see anything, if you feel anything, the ones that are totally smitten, somehow, God just. You 
You know what I pray? I pray every day in this church, God, bless every person, bless every business, bless every job, every career, every family, every marriage. I say it all. But at the end of the day, I don't have the power to bless anybody. It all comes from within your heart. So maybe what I need to be praying, God, let them get totally committed so you can open up the windows of heaven so you can fix that problem in their life. Paul said, I I got a thorn in the flesh and I prayed three times, but God said, I'm not going to take it out. My grace is sufficient. You know what the Bible was saying, Paul? If I pulled that out, you might quit preaching then. Paul, if I took away all your problems and I blessed you immensely and that drive in you may be gone. God God knows what he's doing. God knows exactly what it takes for every person in this church to get on the ark. God, help us. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Come on, prayer warriors, lift up your, your mouth to God, your voice. Let your voice be a trumpet. Oh, let God hear you. Let God hear the commitments. Come on, let God root out all the instability in your life. Come on, let him root that instability out of your life. That inconsistency. Come on, let God just stabilize you. Come on, let God take a big old nail. Let God take a nail and fasten you in a sure place. Let God shut the door on you in the ark. Give him permission. God, close me in. God, take my options away. I want to serve you. I want to love you. Help me to take my flesh by the nap of the neck and do what it don't want to do. Let me take the steps I need to take, God. Come on. Come on, it's prayer time right now. It's prayer time. Come on, everybody in this building, let's take a few moments. Let us evaluate. Come on, let us search our hearts.